BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hi, I'm Haley. I know it sounds obnoxious, but the truth is that I am so beautiful. That's why I have never lived in the way I want. From then till now, ugly was never in my dictionary. My mother is a famous beauty blogger on YouTube, and my father is a flight attendant. So I enjoy all their beauty. In my high school, people call me a beauty icon. Everyone is following me. The boys fall in love with me and the girls see me as a role model to learn from. Because of my beauty, I easily win the sympathy of others, including teachers. So even though my academic performance is not good, I am never blamed by anyone. My life seems easy, right? But believe me, there is nothing to be proud of because they just like my beauty. No one cares about the real me. Like David, the school's popular boy. He seems to like me very much, but I have no interest in him at all. Hello, pretty. Are you free tonight? Wanna go out with me? No, I'm busy. I can't even remember how many times I rejected him. This time, he was determined not to let me get away easily. Come on, just once. I have booked a table at the restaurant. I promise I will let you down. When I looked into David's eyes, I knew he wouldn't let me go easily, so I agreed. It's a luxurious restaurant, so dress appropriately. Of course, I won't let you down. That night, I arrived at the restaurant as promised. When he saw me in my gorgeous dress, <laughs> David was so shocked that he couldn't close his mouth. Who's that? It's me, Haley. Your face? What happened to that pretty face? Oh, it's just an allergic rash. I smiled confidently as always <laughs> while everyone in the restaurant looked at me with awe. Don't worry, these red dots were because of my disguise. When I lost my inherent beauty, David immediately changed his attitude. He no longer greeted me warmly and kept avoiding me, not daring to look in my face. These dishes are so delicious. 
They must be expensive. I must eat more. Ah, <laughs> take it easy. I heard there's a new movie recently. Can we go to the cinema after eating? Actually, I suddenly remember that I'm busy, so <gasps> I had to leave it for another time. After eating, David hurriedly took me home and drove away, as if I would infect him. <laughs> What's funnier was next day. When I went to school with a perfect face, as usual, David followed me as if nothing happened. Almost guys, even girls were like David. They only cared about my beauty. The only exception was Parker. Our mother is a close friend, so we have been playing together since childhood. In his eyes, I am nothing special, so I always feel comfortable around him. <sighs> you got a bad grade in math again. This time. Is even worse. Why the simplest question can go wrong? Why are you so serious? For me, first or last is the same. No one cares how I study. You can't live on that looks forever. What's wrong with that? What will you do when you get old and become ugly, or do you want to be called the brainless beauty forever? What? Who did you hear from? Parker didn't answer. But I knew exactly who it was. It could only be Natalia, the student council president. She hates me. I don't know why, and I don't like her very much either. She's smart, quite pretty, but she has a disgusting look of disdain. But after reconsidering, she hates everyone who scores lower than her, not just me. But you know what's the problem is? That Natalia always comes in second. Just behind Parker, which means she wouldn't let anyone in her eyes but Parker. Hmm. Do you often talk to Natalia a lot? Not very often. Maybe two or、uh, three times a day. So it's too often. We both love reading. Then math. We often discuss difficult math problems together. No, I don't like her. Can you stop talking to her? Don't be childish, Haley. If you don't tell Natalia, who will I tell? You couldn't even remember the simplest formula. I was so mad at Parker. He only knew how to study, study, and study. He didn't even care about my feelings for him anymore. Yeah, I've liked Parker for a long time. When he concentrates on reading, he's very charming. He knows everything in the world and is always calm. Unlike the hyperactive boys who like to make fun of me, most importantly, he cares what I think, not how pretty I am. After that day, I began to secretly follow Parker and discovered that he met Natalia many times. Okay, I knew we were in the same class, but there's no need to go to the library together. They even sit at the same table during lunch in the canteen, which was an unacceptable. For a long time, the girls didn't like Parker. They find him boring and rustic, so I never thought I'd have to worry about someone trying to compete with me. My plan was to stay by his side, gradually nurturing each other's feelings. But it's different now. Natalia was really obnoxious, but her boyfriend's style wasn't bad because she picked the person I liked. I couldn't lose Parker. So I decided to confess. One day, 
When I went to his house to play and we were the only ones in the room, I cleared my throat and said firmly, Parker, I like you. Can we date? I thought he'd be surprised and then immediately agreed. But contrary to my imagination, he didn't even raise his head from that damn book. Don't joke. Let me finish reading this book. I'm not joking. I really like you. Parker finally looked at me but didn't look happy or anything. He looked at me from head to toe seriously. I don't mean to upset you, but my stall is Smarker's. I'm not stupid. Your grace, don't say that. I was both embarrassed and angry. I throw the book in his hand and went home. Poor Parker. I never wanted to see his face again. But you know what? The determination to cut off with Parker didn't even last a day. When I saw him with Italia, the fire inside me burned fiercely. Does he like smart girls? Okay, I'll study hard and get good grades so he'll regret rejecting me. With all the fury and pride of a girl, I plunge into studying like crazy. No shopping, no watching movies, or playing games at all. I stayed at my desk from morning to night. I read so much that my eyes were red and my spine ached. Because I lost the basics, it was not easy to learn. But day by day, my grades gradually improved. And one day, I got my first day in my life. Yes. The teacher was so surprised, she even praised me in the front of the whole class. Not bad, Haley. In this way, your ranking will improve a lot. But contrary to the encouraging attitude of my teacher, my classmates kept laughing when I suddenly studied hard. Isn't Haley always at the bottom? Why is she so good now? There's definitely something shady going on. Speak quietly! I heard Haley is chasing Parker! Parker is a nerd! So funny! But I thought those two were best friends! Eh, maybe Haley copied Parker's papers! That's right! Otherwise, how does she get such a high score? What I always feared happened. No one believed that I got an A by myself. In their minds, I was a stupid girl with blonde hair who was nothing but a pretty face. This wasn't the first time I had been questioned like that. I was used to it. But when Italia looked down at me with that scornful face, I couldn't take it anymore. I'm not cheating. I'm tired of being seen as a brainless beauty. Hearing his talking, looks like Haley is at the bottom, right? I was angry, but what Natalia said was completely true. I couldn't refute a word. In my anger, I couldn't think twice but challenge her. I will beat you. Everyone laughed at the same time. They didn't believe I could get a higher score than Natalia, who was always at the second rank in the whole school. Honestly, I didn't even have confidence in myself, but the words that had been said could not be taken back. I could only do my best. When Parker found out that I was bold to declare defeating Natalia, he remained calm as usual. He didn't even give me a word of encouragement, but gave me a bunch of homework. You really don't have a heart! If you want to win Natalia, do all this! Really? Just do all this? Shh, don't dream. This is only one-tenth. There's still a lot. I huffed, but Parker laughed loudly. 
he started helping me study. Difficult math problems suddenly became easier through his lectures. In just a short time, I had made remarkable progress. Do you believe I can beat Natalia? Yes, that's why I'm here to help you study. So, you and Natalia? She confessed to me. What? So did you refuse? Not yet. I told her that if she got a higher grade than me on this exam, I would date her. Are you serious? Sounds like you'll date anyone as long as we're better educated than you. That's right. What he said annoyed me. Maybe he didn't have feelings for me at all. He's never dated just because he hadn't met anyone smarter than him. On the day of the exam, I didn't expect to make Parker regret it. I just wanted to prove myself and beat Natalia. I did my homework with all my gray matter. Unfortunately, when I finished the test, I knew the results were not as I expected. There were a few questions I didn't know how to do. Because of my previous declaration, everyone in the school got very excited. They expected to laugh at my face. I knew, even if the rankings weren't bad this time, they would still tell me to copy Parker's work. When I got my exam results, I didn't even bother to look at my grades. I guessed Parker would be the first and then Natalia was right behind. People started talking again, but something was strange. Huh? Did the teacher make a mistake? Why's the razor so weird? Nope. How could it be wrong? Natalia finally got the first rank. But where is Parker? Oh my god, at the bottom? What? Did I hear something wrong? Is Parker at the bottom? I rubbed my eyes and searched backward from the bottom of the rankings. <gasps> Parker's name was so eye-catching. It's the bottom. I was shocked and everyone was shocked as I was because my name was in the top 10 and no one suspected me of copying him. One person, two people, and everyone started clapping. Someone whistled and surrounded me with blessings. I couldn't help but burst into tears. I couldn't beat Natalia, but everyone recognized me. Not because of beauty? It was due to my unremitting efforts all the time. Natalia, who got first place, was abandoned in the corner. She was angry, but no one noticed her. When Parker appeared, she immediately pulled his hand. Didn't you say that you would date someone with higher grades than you? That's right. So, let's go on a date. I'm sorry, but the person I want to date is Haley. Actually, I've always wanted to date her. Huh? Don't tell me you're intentionally to be the last. Parker shoved Natalia's hand away and found me in the crowd. He seemed confused, so I spoke first. I've heard it. You never meant anything to Natalia, did you? You just want to stimulate me to study harder, right? So, do you still like me? What if I get a low score next time? Nope. We can start it together. He blushed, stammering to correct his words. Or else... Shall we be in the same place at the bottom? I smiled and kissed him on the cheek before the cheers of the people around me. How can I stay at the bottom when I know how happy I am when I get a high score? Besides, I fell in love with a nerd guy. I can also be a bookworm. 
Who said a nerd can be pretty? The teacher's eye twitched nervously when he looked at me. I stood in front of him, nervously rubbing my notebook. The girls were whispering and laughing, but the boys were ready to eat me up with their amorous stares. Katie, I have never seen a student like you. The teacher's voice quivered. Either you answer my question or you go straight to the principal. I squealed like a mouse. The boys were all gasping with emotion, and there was hysterical laughter among the girls. It was the toughest test I'd ever had. Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm actually a genius, but I have to pretend to be stupid to get guys to like me. Before this school year, I went to another school, and I had my picture up on all the honor boards. I could compete with a lot of the teachers in terms of knowledge, and our physicist even quit after arguing with me and threw a real tantrum on the principal. After fifth grade, I stopped doing homework altogether because I was so good at it, and I had a place at Yale already secured. But my life wasn't like a fairy tale. I guess it's no secret that guys don't like girls who are too smart. I have a beautiful appearance, but my intelligence scared away all the admirers. When I was on another date, I'd get a little carried away and I'd start discussing the stages of evolution, the boundaries of the universe, or the splitting of atoms. The guys would just blow right off, and they wouldn't even talk to me at school. But I wanted love so bad, more than anything. So, when I got transferred to a new, better school in the state, I decided to change my life. Why do I need brains that outshine my beauty? I want a boyfriend, I want dates and attention. So, I decided to play dumb and according to my calculations, it was going to help me. The first day, I went to school as a living doll. The guys were drooling, but the girls were a little wary. I'm a quick thinker, so I went straight to the breach. Walking down the corridor, I supposedly tripped next to a handsome man, and he just happened to catch me. Baby, are you okay? He played with his eyebrows. Wow, you're strong. I squeezed his biceps. Are they made of steel? I just work out a lot. He answered proudly. And I drink protein. Do you drink them right? How much protein do you consume? What's your protein base? And is it certified? The guy's look immediately changed. He was batting his eyes stupidly. And I think he froze. I'm getting carried away again. What the hell was that curse? Okay, that was a slip. But I almost made it. I decided to change tactics and try my luck with a smarter guy. After picking the best-looking one in biology class, I paired up with him. Everything was going great. I was dumb as hell, and he felt like a real hero. He even put his palm on mine. It took my breath away. But what is he doing? This isn't right at all. I took the guy's microscope away. Are you an idiot? It's so clear. What the hell did you write? Katie, I... The poor guy started stuttering, and I started to rewrite the whole thing in a frenzy. And by the time I realized what I'd done, the guy had already run away. And from that moment on, he was on his way to avoid me. What a genius idiot I am. Even zombie wouldn't eat my brain. I'm too smart. But I invented a new tactic, and I joined the company of beautiful fools. Around them, the guys walked like a herd of buffalo at the watering hole. 
I couldn't understand how it was possible. Even cats are smarter than these girls. Even my microwave knows more tasks than they do. The only thing that saved me was that I am a fast learner and could adapt to their strange behavior. Pretty soon, I could pretend to be so stupid that my brain was catching critical errors. And it worked. I was hit on by a real hottie. Pete and I went on a date, and this strong man was literally carrying me in his arms. I had never heard so many compliments about myself before. One day, he took me to the gym to show how strong he was. Wow, what a barbell. I went over to the dumbbells and looked at them stupidly. It's dumbbells, he proudly announced and hugged me. You don't know anything about it, do you, cat? No, will you show me? Sure, baby. That's a kettlebell. He held up a huge kettlebell, and I was fascinated by his muscles. And this is where I set my record. No one can beat me. Pete went over to the weight machine, set his maximum weight, and pushed the lever as hard as he could. I'm super-powered, you know? I'm like Superman. And then I started shaking with anger. My brain was screaming, and it became hysterical. Even my eyes went black. Superman, that's just leverage. I went over to the simulator. I made the lever longer, and I adjusted it. And then I put my little weight on it and did the same thing Pete did. It's basic physics. What is wrong with you, Pete? How can you be so stupid? There was laughter from all sides of the guys. Pete's lip trembled, and he ran away. And I slapped my forehead with my palm. I'd ruined it again. I was already desperate, thinking it was all useless. Plus, my studies made my teachers furious. I came in here with the best performance, but in reality, I couldn't solve an elementary example because of my disguise. My parents were hysterical, and I made up stupid excuses. I was getting ready to get smart, but then I met Caleb, a musician from the parallel class with an angelic voice. He was incredibly handsome and cool, though he was on the verge of dropping out. I don't need to study. I'm a musician, he was saying. But Caleb was so charming that I fell in love. He wooed me beautifully, composed songs, and gave me the most unforgettable dates. You're so good to me, Cat. You're so simple, not like those nerds. I hate nerds, I murmured, melting in his arms. I was finally done messing things up. My brain was just shutting down from love. But at the end of the semester, the midterm test began, which brought me back from the dream world. Caleb was so bad at studying that he wasn't even bothered. He'd be expelled for sure, and so would I. The teachers wanted to get rid of me on principle and wrote angry messages to my previous principal. Yeah, I really screwed him over. He vouched for me. So, in another algebra class, I got axed with an elementary question. Caleb was staring at me with love, and the teacher was freaking out. Boyfriend or career? A choice that seemed impossible to me. That's where I started my story. Sit down, cat, the teacher said nervously. You can go right after class and sign the expulsion papers. No! I came up to the blackboard. Give me your tasks, all of them. And I solved them all by writing all over the blackboard and even the wall. The kids looked at me with their mouths open. And it was like the teacher saw a ghost. 
lesson after lesson. I amazed everyone. I pulled all my grades in just a few days. And the teachers, even the principal, saw me as a real treasure. But Caleb wasn't thrilled. So you're a nerd, he said disappointedly. Yes, but we're good together. You lied to me. You're a crammer, cat. I don't mess with nerds. You're a fool. I got angry. You'll get expelled. You won't even be able to play music. All the rock stars were nerds, he retorted. When? The 80s? Ow. This is the 21st century. Give me a break, cat. You have homework to do. He left, and I was filled with anger. How could he treat life like that? He'll ruin himself and be nothing. I stormed into his rehearsal room, blazing with anger. Come here, I said sternly and dragged the boy by the hand. What, are you out of your mind? Just drop your guitar already. I was as unstoppable as a snow avalanche. When I took Caleb back to my house, I locked the room where my books were already prepared. Cat, are you out of your mind? Sit down and listen. I sat down next to him, textbook in hand. Get away from me, why are you doing this? Because I love you, you fool. I won't let you get kicked out of school, understand? I'm not gonna read any stupid textbooks. You won't, just listen. You're a musician, and you're better at hearing information. That's why it's hard for you to memorize lyrics. I made Caleb listen to himself. We took breaks for tea and conversation, and then I'd go back to hammering it into him. The kid didn't like it, but I managed to teach him for days at a time. Cat, that's it, that's it, I don't like it. Okay, I crossed my arms around my chest. My anger, overwhelming. School's not my thing, Cat. Yeah, you're better off living with your parents until you're old. Work at the diner, play guitar in your spare time. Maybe even play at a cafe or two. Good luck, Caleb. When he left, I cried. I'd fallen in love for the first time, kissed for the first time, and he ruined everything. When he gets expelled, we'll never see each other again. He doesn't want someone like me. And I guess it wasn't love for him. For a week straight, all I listened to was the song that Caleb had dedicated to me. And then, in a heartbreak, I deleted it. I made my choice. But as soon as I did, I heard the same song from across the street. Caleb? I almost fell out the window. I'm sorry, cat. I'm an idiot. Caleb put the guitar down, and then he showed me his textbooks. I don't want to drop out of school, because that's where I see you. I love you, cat. Will you help me pass my exams? I was so happy. I was ready to fly. In the evenings, I saw Caleb on my own, and at night, I recorded audio lessons for him. When he couldn't come to class, he'd listen to my voice on his headphones and learn. Even when he was driving his car around town, I could hear my voice through the speakers. It was exam day, and I couldn't help myself. I gave my boyfriend a big kiss. You can do this, Caleb. Just know that I love you. While we waited for the test results, Caleb wasn't himself. The teachers and principal just chuckled indulgently, and they were surprised he was still in school. Even his friends were convinced that he was going to get kicked out of school. But worst of all, Caleb himself was sure of it. Classes with you were the best time of my life, he said. Caleb looked at me sadly. Thank you, Cat. I won't forget that. I burst into tears, thinking this was the end of our relationship.
The next morning, after a sleepless night, I heard screams under the window. It was Caleb, and he looked like a happy puppy, not a badass rocker. I passed the test, Cat. I'm staying in school. We can keep our hands off each other for days with joy. Finally, my intelligence was able to help me get on with my personal life and also help the person I love. Even now, Caleb often listens to my records and learns new things. But he doesn't forget about music either. Guys, if you think being smart is a curse, give it up. Intelligence can give you so much more than popularity in school. Don't sacrifice your future for supposed fame. Are there any of you who suffer because of your intelligence? Share your stories in the comments. Like and share this video with your friends. Also, be sure to subscribe to our channel and click the bell. I dashed along the hallway, then skidded to a halt in front of the classroom door. Ah, uh, I was late. Again. Miss Anderson, what's your excuse today? Morning, sir. I'm sorry, but my spaniel hit my shoes, then I tripped over a package by my front door, then my heap of a junk car wouldn't start, and that's enough. Good God. Please sit down. Ashley already took attendance. What? So much for my perfectly crafted excuse. Mr. O'Shaughnessy totally would have let it slide, but she had to ruin it. I'm Ashley. I'm pretty. I'm perfect. Everybody likes me. Well, no one likes teacher's pets, Ashley. Think I'm being too harsh on her? <laughs> Just ask anyone about Ashley Mae Anderson. Ashley's father's a vet with a Medal of Valor. They even had dinner with the president at the White House. For her sweet 16, she rented out the swankiest club downtown for an entire weekend. And David Guetta DJed. Ashley dated two college boys at the same time, and when they found out, things got physical. Okay, okay, maybe not all of that was true, but who cares? Look, the main character here is me. Hi, my name's Ashley Mae Anderson. I know, what a freaky coincidence, right? But that's the only thing we had in common. Because unlike popular Ashley, I'm just a normal teen who's just minding her own business. But then she transferred here and messed up everything. This happens every time I open my locker. And they're not addressed to me, but to Ashley. Jeez, why do boys go so cuckoo bananas over that pretentious princess? I gathered that whole cluster and dumped them on Ashley's desk. Here's your delivery for the day. Oh, I have no use for those things. You can keep them if you want. <laughs> How snobby. I know those rumors weren't all lies. Alright, if you said so. Being mistaken for Ashley was so annoying that I did consider putting a sign on my locker or something. But I suppose sometimes it actually had its perks. Like when I accidentally knocked over a trash can in the school's parking lot. But upon knowing my name, the janitor said my father was his commanding officer back in the day and let me off. And believe it or not, these mix-ups didn't only happen at school. Once, my family went out for dinner and the staff at this restaurant thought we were the other Andersons. They must be some really important people cause the super attentive waiters topped up our drinks for free and gave us complimentary desserts. Pretty sweet, right? Only when we were leaving, things almost went south when the manager shook my dad's hand and said, Thank you for your service. My dad seemed confused, but fortunately, I dragged him away before they busted us. I mean, Ashley's been enjoying these privileges her entire life, so it's fair I benefit a little from them. Especially since I have to endure being called her Walmart version. 
Anyway, back to me. I arrived home to find a teary-eyed girl sitting on her front porch. She must be one of Billy's exes. If your brother's a jock that all girls flock around, you'd get used to this real soon. He went through girlfriends quicker than hair gel, and he always had some peeves about them, like Mandy, too clingy, Katie, too dramatic, Maggie, too flirty. The list goes on. Then, as soon as my backpack hit the bedroom floor, my door burst open. Hey, I need your help. What? Need a hand to make up with Cry Barbie out there? She's ancient history. Check this out. Her name's Jane Brown. Ain't she a beaut? I immediately recognized her. She's the waitress that he kept eyeing the other day. Now, he needed my help to ask her out and not seem creepy. So, I suggested taking her to his friend Alexander's party this weekend. How do you know about that? Isn't that cool people exclusive? As if I wanted to. I was added to their group chat by accident because they thought I was Ashley. <laughs> right. Hot Ashley. You should come too. I'll be with Jane, but Victor will be there. Wait, I'll see my crush at that stupid party? Sign me up then! Jocks, cheerleaders, stuck-up kids. This place was packed with people like Billy. My brother briefly introduced me to the host Alexander, while Madison followed him around looking all shy and gooey-eyed. Wasn't she bothered that all Alexander seemed to care about was if anyone had seen Ashley? I also got to officially meet Jane, but the person I was looking for was Victor. He's so much more than just a cute face in the crowd. He's the peanut butter to my jelly. But before I could talk to him, a bunch of dudes popped out of nowhere. This is Ashley? Oh man, I thought she was supposed to be pretty. No offense though. She's a six if you squint hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm squinting now and you're barely even a two yourself. No offense though. What, what did, did you, you say? say? <laughs> Don't worry, you could still go after pretty girls. They just need a crate of fear first. The crowd suddenly felt silent and stared at us. This party is so lame. Peace out, losers. Anywhere is better than that stuffy elitist hellhole, but it's a bummer I didn't get to talk to Victor. He's Billy's best bro and used to come hang out at our place pretty much every day, but not anymore. Guess he's been avoiding me ever since I told him I had feelings for him. <sighs> I was going to settle things with him tonight, but those jerks ruined it. Do I need to print my own t-shirt saying, I'm Ashley, you must be looking for Ashley? The next day, while looking for Victor, I heard someone calling my name. But I turned around only to see Alexander calling for, ugh, Ashley. So annoying. I saw him make a move on her, but she said guys like him bored her, then proceeded to list all his flaws. Oof, harsh. From then on, I tried my best to avoid Ashley, and thought my life would be light and breezy. But nope. On the contrary, I found myself in a series of unfortunate events. One day, a stack of religious magazines randomly showed up on our doorstep. But the real kicker was, they were all addressed specifically to me! And there was absolutely no way to convince my family and neighbors that I wasn't a member of the Church of Scientology. Two days later, all of my clean clothes had some weird stains and holes on them. I had to beg Billy to lend me some of his. That day, I went to school in an old jersey, looking like a midget. Ugh. Then, this Monday, I became the center of attention by showing up with my face covered in pimple patches and band-aids. Well, that's because I woke up to countless cystic acne and didn't have enough patches. This resulted in me being called the mummy for five days straight. 
But the final straw was my car having two flat tires. The clock was ticking, so I asked Billy to take me to school. However, he just flat out refused, saying he'd already promised to pick Jane up. No other choice, I had to ride my old bike. When I saw Billy's car in the driveway, my pettiness got the better of me, so I splashed my half-empty milk carton over the windshield. I'm on my way. Oh my god, you little brat! Sorry babe, you won't believe what my sister just did! Seeing Billy's reaction was chef's kiss. <laughs> you got it coming, big bro. The next day, my car was fixed, so I managed to get to school early. Looks like my string of bad luck was finally over. Okay, let's see who wants to confess to Queen Ashley today. From... Victor? Oh no, why him? I stood there, frozen with a letter in my hand, still processing the situation when a friend came and showed me something on her phone. It's a video of me singing and dancing in my room! No one's supposed to see this, ever! It had been uploaded by some throwaway account, but who else could it be but... Jesus Christ! Billy! I rushed home to see Billy and Jane cuddling in the living room. How's he still so calm after pulling that on me? I confronted him, and he didn't even bother denying it, and even said that's what I deserved for vandalizing his car. We screamed and shouted at each other, but before we ended up in a fistfight, he stopped and stumped off to his room. I was still fuming, glaring at his shadow, when I saw Jane gawping at me in delight. Don't blame your poor brother too much, dear. It was I who pulled the strings. What? Jane? But why? We'd barely even interacted. Then she went on about all of my mishaps lately were her doings. Yep, my so-called bad luck, it had been Jane all along. That's for stealing Alexander from my sister. He's her first love. Do you know how heartbroken Zoe has been? Wait, Zoe who? And why on earth would I choose to mingle with that playboy Alex? Kudos to this girl for thinking I could ever steal someone's boyfriend. Hello, I'm still struggling with my lifelong crush over here. I tried to tell her she made a mistake, but she wouldn't listen. Stop denying it. I know it's you. You're East High's Ashley with a vet dad. That checked all the boxes already. Hold up. There's another Ashley Mae Anderson in our school. She's Ashley with EY. I'm Ashley, E-I-G-H. Her dad is a war veteran. My father is a veterinarian. Oh, snap. Good lord. She devised this intricate plan, approached Billy just to make it work, and was successful for the most part. Well, apart from having the wrong person. Just amazing. Jane apologized and promised to take down the video. However, she wanted me to help her take revenge on Ashley in return. I didn't want to get involved, but I also never wanted to be on her bad side again, so I reluctantly agreed. But if you think about it, Jane's story didn't quite add up. Ashley seemed to have a holier-than-thou attitude and had dozens of admirers waiting in line. Why would she get in between them? Not to mention, Alexander's a notorious player who Ashley already ruthlessly rejected. I believe there's more to this. As expected, thanks to that video, my school life was now even more awkward than usual. But it didn't matter, as I was too preoccupied with Operation Ashley. Today's mission? Approach her after cheerleading practice. I stood in the corner, behind the bleacher, waiting for my chance. But before I showed myself, I saw Madison march over, say something to Ashley, then storm off. After that, Ashley started… sobbing? 
I didn't know what happened, but I felt bad for her. So I tried comforting her, but she kept brushing me off. Look, you can keep the Ice Queen act all you want, but I know you have feelings too. I thought you might have something else you want to share with me, not just a name. And it was like I pulled a lever that let out all of her bottled up emotions, and we had a heart to heart all afternoon. Just as I thought, things weren't what they seemed. We'd better talk this through with one another. So I set up a meeting at a cafe in the South Coast Plaza, as they wouldn't dare to cause a scene in public, right? Anyway, Ashley clarified that Alexander and her weren't a thing while assuring Zoe that she deserved a guy much better than him. But Alex was really sweet to me. He gave me this present on our one month anniversary. Did he say it's his grandmother's? Yeah, he tried giving me an identical one on my birthday. I'd say you dodged a bullet when you two broke up. Please, look at yourself first. You two flirt with boys left and right and still act all high and mighty. Get off that high horse. Ashley seemed genuinely hurt by Jane's words that it took her a while to speak up. I'm just sick and tired of being the popular girl who has to live up to everyone's expectations. It's too exhausting. I thought transferring here would mean a fresh start, but everyone still has this impression of me which I can't seem to change. The rest of us looked at each other in confusion when we saw how sad Ashley's situation actually was. We didn't know there were so many downsides to being high school popular. Ashley, you know you can just be yourself, right? The world will have to accept you for who you truly are. If people don't like you, then so be it. Yeah, if they don't, that's their problem, not yours. You can't fit into a mold to please everyone, cause there's no such thing. I don't want to agree with her, but she has a point. Let the whole world know the real Ashley. And you too, Zoe. Someday, you'll find a good guy who loves you for yourself. Alright girls, that's settled. Now, I have to deal with my own mess. Billy found out the truth and now he's been ghosting me. But I swear to god, I'm in love with this guy. Gotta go. Bye! I couldn't believe I was rooting for my saboteur and her accomplice to be together. But here I was. Go get him, tiger! The next Monday, Ashley walked to class and had lunch with me instead of Madison and her clique. And, of course, this didn't go unnoticed. You left us for her? What is she? You're not hot, sister? <laughs> Before I could clap back, Ashley stood up and unleashed her inner sass. This is me living my life as my true self. If any of you bootlickers have something to say about that, you can shove it where the sun won't shine. Sweet Mary Jesus and Holy Spirits! Who knew she had it in her? Her words completely decimated those hyenas. And suddenly, someone grabbed my wrist. Victor? Slow down! Where are you taking me? Besides, you got the wrong person, and also the wrong address for this. You should give it to her yourself. Actually, I sent it to the right girl, but apparently, she still hasn't opened it. Wait... What? And you're right, I should tell her myself. It's just that Billy and I made a deal that sisters are off-limits, so I thought it's better to avoid you. But hearing Ashley talk about being herself made me realize that I'm sick of hiding my feelings. I'm gonna make Billy see how sincere I am for you. Before I do that, Ashley, I like you, and um... Will you go on a date with me? Yes! Um, I mean, yeah, I suppose that would be cool. 
This is beyond my wildest dream. Not only do I have a brand new friend, but also a date with my dream guy. Fortune is finally smiling on me. <laughs> It's very easy to go from a model daughter to a traitor to your own family. Especially if you're offered crazy money for it. Hi, my name is Lizzie, and I became incredibly rich in the blink of an eye. My story began when I was six years old. I remember waking up in the middle of the night because of a noise. It came out of the room and I saw that the lights on the first floor were on. As I got closer to the stairs, I noticed Dad. He held the flashlight in one hand and opened the basement door with the other. Finally, the lock gave way. Dad went inside and closed the door. I wondered what he was doing there at night. I went down the stairs, and she had already gone to the door and was about to grab the handle to turn it. But at that very moment, the door creaked open, and Dad appeared in front of me. He asked irritably, Liz, what are you doing here? I wonder where you went. Oh, it's a big secret. Shh. Then he took me in his arms. Now it's time for bed. He carried me to my bedroom. I looked at the secret room and wondered what he was hiding there. Twelve years had passed since then and I'd forgotten all about the secret room in the basement. We lived like a normal family. We didn't eat caviar for breakfast, but we didn't eat leftovers either. I, like all high school students who were about to graduate, thought about going to university. That wasn't the case with my twin brother. Tommy had already failed all his exams and might not even dream of getting in. I woke up that day and immediately went down to the kitchen. There, my parents and my brother were already waiting for me and a birthday cake with 18 candles. Yes, it was my and Tommy's birthday. We blew out the candles together. Dad raised his glass and then turned to Tommy. You're 18 now, son. So today, I'm going to tell you our family secret. That's when I couldn't stand it and intervened. What about me? I want to know what you keep in that basement too. Dad's face changed. Unfortunately, no, baby. This secret is passed from father to son. My father told it to me, and his father told it to him, and my father's father told it to his father, and my father's father's father. I got it. I interrupted him. Everyone looked at me with surprise. My father took my hand and said sympathetically, it was the will of my ancestors. Then he and his brother left. The ancestors willed it? What's that supposed to mean anyway? My mother, seeing the anger and indignation on my face said, I was angry at first too, but then realized that family harmony was more important to me and I put it out of my mind. But I wanna know, so unfair. I grabbed my backpack and went out for a walk. On my way to the park, I saw a store that sold paint. That's when I had a genius idea. I knew that Daddy and Tommy were going down to the basement that night. So I hid behind the wall late that night, waiting for them. Soon I heard their cautious footsteps. Dad came to the door and started typing in the password, poking the buttons. Yes, he had replaced the regular lock with a keypad a few years ago. The door beeped softly and opened. Tommy and Dad disappeared into the basement. The door closed behind them. I went to the code lock. I took a small flashlight out of my pocket and it shined on the panel. It was no ordinary flashlight, but an ultraviolet one. 
It was the only way to see the colorless fluorescent paint with which I had pre-treated the buttons of the code lock. In the beam of the flashlight, I saw the numbers where my father had pressed no longer had paint on them. By simple calculation, I realized that the password was the date of the wedding with my mother. It was both cute and naive. I entered the password and voila, the door opened. I stepped inside, walking slowly down the stairs. Downstairs, the voices of my father and brother rang out. I hurried to hide behind the pile of bags. Dad turned on the presentation and started showing slide after slide. The slide showed a picture of a knight with his body covering a king from an arrow. Dad said loudly, And so, after saving King Richard from the arrow, the brave knight was awarded the nickname Brave. Tommy wondered, Wait, but our last name is Brave. So he's... Exactly. That's our ancestor, Sir Charles Brave. Dad walked over to some ancient chest and opened the lid. Then with a deft movement, he drew from it a sword and raised it above his head like a He-Man. This beautiful sword was made of pure gold. It literally sparkled, illuminating the whole room. And now, according to his covenant, I give you this sword to keep. And then? Then you will give it to your son when he turns 18. Tommy carefully took the sword and gently stroked the blade. After admiring it, his brother put it in the chest. Dad and Tommy headed for the exit. After waiting a few more minutes, I left the basement too. Now that I know the secret, I could sleep soundly. The next day, when I barely opened my eyes, I saw Tommy in my room. He said with a sneer, You know what I found out yesterday? That you're using your brain at 2%? Laugh it up, laugh it up, but you can't learn the family secret. It's for men only. I threw a pillow at him. Get out of my room! His mockery was just the beginning. He'd been telling me all day about this super secret that I didn't deserve to know. I was sick of it, so I decided to punish my brother. At night, I went down to the basement. I opened the drawer, wrapped the sword in a towel, and took it to my room. I thought I'd hide it for a few days and see how Tommy reacts. I looked at the sword. It was gorgeous. I wonder how much something like that could cost. I tried to find something similar on the internet, but to no avail. Before I knew it, I was asleep with a sword in my arms. In the morning, I pretended to be sick and stayed in my room. After waiting for everyone to leave, I wrapped the sword again and went to the nearest pawn shop. Behind the counter stood an elderly man, the owner of the pawn shop. What do you want? He asked. I unfolded the towel, showing him the relic. How much could it be worth? Like this? The man began to stammer. He pulled himself together and answered. It costs $15,000. I can buy it right now. It's strange, but on the internet, I saw the price of $30 million. I said that amount at random, but the man bit his lip. I'm willing to give you $20 million. I almost fainted when I heard that. I'd have enough to pay my way through college. My parents would buy me a bigger house and car. And I'll buy Tommy a soccer ball. He's been wanting one for a long time. I was dreaming so much. I didn't notice the pawn shop owner came back with a full bag of money and some papers. He pointed his finger at the contract and said, Sign here. Keep in mind that the deal is not retroactive. Eh? You can't get the sword back. I honestly didn't know what I was doing. 
the money turned my head. As if in a dream, I signed right across from the pawn owner's signature. And then I watched mesmerized as the machine counted my millions. Trrr. One million one hundred thousand. Trrr. One million two hundred thousand. I don't even remember how I got home with the money. It's as if I wasn't doing it at all, but someone was controlling me. I only woke up in front of the bathroom mirror. I stared at my reflection for a long time. Tears crawled down my cheeks. What had I done? Daddy and Tommy are gonna kill me. I have to get the sword back somehow. Then my cell phone rang. Elizabeth Brave? It's the admissions office from the university. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. If you want to study with us, you need to make a down payment of $30,000 within three days. I answered in an uncertain voice. I will transfer the whole amount today. I hung up the phone and immediately dove under the bed where I hid the money. I took out my bag and started counting out the necessary amount. Suddenly, the door creaked open. I turned around and saw the frozen figure of my brother. Where'd you get so much money? He asked. I told you to knock. Tommy stood still for a few seconds. Then he cried out sharply, Oh no! Tommy ran downstairs to the basement. I raked the money into my backpack without counting and ran out of the house. I ran until I saw the bank door. When I got inside, I ran up to the teller and emptied everything out of my backpack. I want to transfer the entire amount to the university account. I asked the teller to hurry up. But as luck would have it, I was caught by the slowest employee. As soon as the transaction was successfully completed, a car came to a halt under the window. My father burst into the bank. He jabbed his finger at me and shouted, Elizabeth Brave, get in the car immediately. I obeyed his order. I obediently got in the car. There was Tommy sitting there, his eyes blank. Tommy had failed my father, and I had failed the whole family. I thought my father would scold me on the way home. But the ride was completely silent, which made it all the more frightening. We stopped at the house. When I went inside, I saw my mother. There was a bag of money on the table in front of her. How could you? She whispered, bursting into tears. Dad and Tommy were asking me the same thing. They told me the story of the brave knight and how that sword had been guarded by generations of braves. I was scolded and I knew I was wrong. I roared at the impossibility of making it right. Suddenly, a loud knock on the door interrupted my father's monologue about the family heirloom. Dad went to the door and opened it. Standing on the doorstep was the very owner of the pawn shop. Behind him were two policemen. Suddenly, the man drew the sword he was hiding behind his back, pointed at me and shouted, You cheat! She was the one who stole from me! Arrest her! My whole family went into a stupor, waiting for the situation to develop. I shouted back, I didn't cheat! It was an honest transaction! Fair! You sold me a fake! Look at the sword! Papa snatched the sword from the man's hands. The sword was no longer golden and gleaming. It was the dark copper color. The man said, This sword is fake, covered in gold. It can't be. My father gave it to me. Daddy exclaimed, I made inquiries. It was your father who sold it. Dad fell to his knees, dropping the sword from his hands. All my life I've kept a fake, he whispered. 
I want my money back or I'll put everybody in jail. One of the policemen came toward me. He was holding handcuffs in his hands, getting ready to fasten them on me. I shouted, Stop! He examined the goods and signed the contract, which is not retroactive. I handed the sheet to the policeman. He read the contract carefully, then showed it to the man and asked, Sir, is this your signature at the bottom? Yes, but it doesn't change anything. I ask you to leave the property, sir. You're breaking the law. What? No, you don't understand. The man shouted. He wanted to grab the bag, but the police officers immediately detained him. They handcuffed him and escorted him out of our house. One of the police officers said to my daddy one last time, Sir, you have to register the income and pay the tax. Yes, yes, of course, said my distraught father. Dad sat down on the couch and stared at the money on the table. Clutching his head, he tried to rethink his whole life. There was a dead silence in the room. I think I got into university, I said, smiling awkwardly. Everyone looked at me in surprise. That's the story. By the way, in a couple of days, Dad recovered from his shock and soon will move to a new house. I also convinced my father to go with my mother to the islands. He could use a break. Does your family have any secrets? Write in the comments if you've managed to find out any family secrets. Rate your likes and subscribe to the channel. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.